0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Artistic Beginnings. Heidi Ho. <laughs> all right.
1: <laughs> Welcome back, Artistic oh. Beginnings. Off to a roaring start.
0: Yes. I hope everybody is doing all right. We are recording this pre uh, the election.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, this is gonna be released afterwards, huh? Yeah. <laughs> either- so I hope
0: everyone's okay. <laughs> Either really good news or we're currently figuring out how to move to Canada. <laughs> uh, no, uh, hopefully it's going, it went well, and hopefully we are not still waiting for the results because that is a possibility. <laughs> anyway, so.
1: Yeah, let's let's lift the spirits.
0: Yes. Do you want to start with your favorite piece of art this week?
1: Favorite piece of art this week, yes. So um, this is nothing terribly new for me, but Opia is Mm. i'm a big fan of the band opia they're Uh, super good gone to see them live um they're really great i love their music one of the songs that i've been binge listening to as i throw cards at cups uh, is (laughs) beverly blues oh I i haven't heard that one i love that one because it's a huge opportunity for great chord progressions to harmonize with and Ooh. their chorus is satisfying to sing through, and it has a great little bit to it. Actually, let me see if I can pull up the lyrics because I can't remember them offhand.
0: I'll add that to my list of things to listen to. Yeah,
1: highly recommend. It's a a quite enjoyable song. Let me see. This won't be um, copywritten because it's it's
0: yeah you know yeah you're just reading out the lyrics, I'm I'm not playing reading the music. Out the lyrics.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so can't
0: wait for this poetic reading.
1: Yeah the uh, genius.com opia so the the chorus is so i really like the storytelling of the song i think it's really well written and it has a a really catchy chorus and everything but the chorus is uh, so the idea is that i think the idea of the story and i'm going to do this very poor rendition of it um, is essentially it's this kid that is in music so i'm guessing either one of the the core members of Opia, and he's going into this party and he's just kind of like run-of-the-mill general person, schmo type, that uh, walks into Beverly Hills party and is met with really rich people that are popping pills, uh, are asking about certain like... Trendy clothing, people, mm-hmm. uh, stylists, and whatever, and is and he's talking about how he his pair of vans are from a trash can, and he's getting a re, like he's getting. Uh, 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 He's getting uh Yeah, this is great audio content. I'm sorry, I'll get to the point. I promise. So We're leaving that he's, in. Yeah, he's getting <laughs> so uh he's getting all these like uh compliments on his clothing and they're asking about all the brands and things, and then mm. he says, Oh, I got this shirt at Target half price on the fourth of July. And then um big mood. And then he's uh, getting into a room with a, a woman and uh she, they're like pre uh, precoital or whatever you <laughs> and and she she says uh to him, asking like what do you believe in and uh <laughs> okay i've basically described the first verse, and then this is the chorus, and I think it's very cleverly written uh and it's a, it's really satisfying to sing along with because it's really great chords they they say it with, and it says i said it couldn't be love because it 's too sincere, and it couldn 't be life because death's so near. So could it be God? Wade, I forget we don't like him here. I got nothing to gain, nothing to lose, nothing to hide, but I've got something to prove. So believe in me, baby. Alleviate the Beverly Blues. Nice. That's my biggest part of the day. (laughs) End of episode.
0: (laughs) I find it so interesting we listen to music in such a different way it's very fascinating to me because you're very much I could be wrong but based on the description you just gave you're very much a story person listening to the lyrics I am not at all
1: I love that <laughs> like, I
0: enjoy I enjoy lyrics and like obviously if there's a song that really speaks to me I'll listen to it but nine times out of ten I mean I'll learn the lyrics anyway just because I listen to songs so like on repeat I am a beats person and a like I couldn't care less if the lyrics meant something or not um
1: this is the only song i've ever done that with because i am exactly the same way i listen for the beats and being able to beatbox or sing harmony with i often don't listen to the words this is the only one that i've like only through osmosis and time of listening to it do i realize right you were like i dig these lyrics like not because i Relate to them, but because I think it's very clever the way that it's put together. Mm. So listen to the yeah. chorus, enjoy it, and then sing along with it. And you know, if, if you resonate yeah. with the, the yeah, I the feel lyrics, like I've fine, done that but... with
0: a handful of songs, yeah. like any Lizzo song, obviously, just crazy fun to listen to. But and also I her lyrics, like I do really relate to, and Taylor Swift songs too. I think there As are a some. There white are... male. I am. Um... <laughs> they're good for you you know what but yeah no i will say that nine times out of ten i don't listen to songs for the lyrics uh if i if it happens to mean something to me great if not i don't really care because i listen to literally almost everything so my song i almost picked an opia song but i was like no let's do something newer that i've discovered um there's huh Be Unique. Be Unique. Um, Yeah, so this band, I feel like you would like them, Mitch. Uh, Coin, have you heard of them? Have you listened to their stuff? No. It's very, like, fun, alternative pop. It's very... I've probably played you some of their songs. I'll send you some of them. But I just stumbled upon one of theirs called Feeling, which was just... It came up on... I think I was just going through... I like to go through random spot Spotify playlists just to find new stuff. If my discover weekly, cause every once in a while, my discover weekly is like on point. I love every song this week. I hated all of them. And I was like, don't show me anything like this again. <laughs> No. Um, So what's the name
1: of the song that by Coin?
0: Feeling. Yeah. And I let me look up the other songs that I have by them. I feel like Talk Too Much is by them as well. Yeah. Talk Too Much I've definitely played for you. That one's really fun. But Feeling I found on some playlist and I just like I was listening to it and it literally brought such a smile to my face because I was like, oh my God, I just want to get up and dance to this right now. And so I had a dance party with myself, which was very fun. Uh, But yeah. So that's my piece of art. Cool. Well, yeah.
1: That that's super exciting. I'm going to add that into the rotation for myself as well. I'll add that. Yeah.
0: Heart some it. good stuff.
1: Um cool, cool. Well, I'm glad that we spent that much time sharing our our stuff. If there's any good music similar to those or not similar to those that you'd like to share with us, we are looking for new things yeah, always. Yeah. all the
0: time. And we literally listen to pretty much everything. Pretty much um, everything.
1: There there's no holds bar. I will listen to country.
0: What are your uh, then we'll get into the actual episode. What are your opinions on like metal and screamo like what's what where do you stand in that have you listened to much of it
1: (laughs) tasteful screamo
0: (laughs) (laughs) like is it is it a story thing for you with that as well or is there
1: if i can bang my head to it and be in a in a bad mood and move towards a exciting like uh uh, yeah, yeah it's worth it
0: have you heard and then again we'll get into the episode there's this band called baby metal And it's honestly, I really enjoy it. It's (laughs) three. Oh, I don't want to butcher where they're from. Hold on. Let me look up because I don't want to be insensitive. Give me chocolate. Give me chocolate. Listen to it. It is. It's great. What happened to baby metal? Who died in baby metal? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This just got dark.
1: (laughs) Japanese band?
0: Yes. A Japanese kawaii metal band. Wonderful. Um, yeah, Gimme Chocolate is great because it's so, it's not what you expect at all. And the, I guess it would be the chorus of it where the girls are singing, it. it's such a bop. And I don't hate the like heavy metal part of it either.
1: No, um, I kind of dig that. All right. Yeah. Well, that, that'll be our third yeah. one. Papa Yaga. I love their names.
0: Mm hmm. There's another one that I used to listen of theirs, but I can't remember the name of it. But yeah, no, that's they—they they have interesting stuff for
1: sure. As I'm listening to all this, and I promise this will be the last thing, and then we'll actually get into this episode. <laughs> um, as I'm playing this song, like I'm wondering what everyone on my friend activity because I know other people look at this and I find it hysterical watching what other people oh, are watching what, what other people listening listen to. So yeah. I just wanted to know what they think I'm, nah, I'm doing with my life. Because like everyone on my list is like uh, nice like Mumford and Sons woman or, or what's another one? Once Upon a Dream. <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. Disney and I'm just sitting here on Gimme Chocolate.
0: You know what? You got to do what you got to do. But yeah. Anyway, while you're looking, I will give a... Since. (laughs) Welcome to Music Time with Mitch and Melody. The episode that you're here to listen to is about stage fright.
1: Stage fright. But also, before we jump into it, one last thing. I promise this is the last thing. Yes. Um, go off because I did have a conversation with, with Brian uh, one of my friends Brian he's getting a shout out here he listens to the podcast hi Brian hey Brian thanks hey, for listening what's up? he he enjoys music and he actually makes some of it I just wanted to give him a little shout out because I thought it was yes. relevant to the things that we are doing and I'm trying to find you on my friend activity Brian but you're not popping up maybe you're you're working too hard during the middle of the day uh, so take a break <laughs> listen to some music um,
0: unlike us unlike unemployment
1: us, is great <laughs> those unemployment <laughs> checks are dank um and i want to be uh, done with them um,
0: i wouldn't know <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh,
0: all right well so stage fright
1: stage fright melody have you ever yeah. been stage fritten
0: stage fritten honestly i feel like yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> just the one time
0: just once no Cause I was, I was genuinely before the episode trying to think of, of the times that I've had stage fright and nine times out of 10, It was never when I was doing a show, it was always like either in class, it was always in front of people that I knew. I find that my stage fright is not in front of large groups of people that I don't know, rather smaller groups of people that I do know, or even large groups of people that I do know. Because for me, I think it's based on not wanting to make a fool out of myself in front of people that I know. So yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so let's let's dig into that a little bit and give a little bit yeah. of a definition. So in our, our deep essential research on the topic, which there's a lot of great resources, we'll link some of it in the show yeah. notes. But one of my favorite kind of definition ways or ways to think about stage fright is essentially comes from the way that humans are wired. It comes down to us being in self-preservation mode. And by performing in others, we become nervous because if we do not perform well, it affects our future health and prosperity if we make fools of ourselves like Melody mentioned. So if mm-hmm. that threatens us, that's what causes the fear. So that's a fight or flight response or, or freeze, fight, fight, flight, or freeze a response mm-hmm. when it comes to getting up on stage and it affecting your livelihood. So with performers, if you do a bad job, that's a legitimate fear, then you won't get hired again, or you'll mm-hmm. face a docked pay. Like if you mess up on a line or something, I think that you get docked a, a pay payment or something, Right. Does that ever happen? I don't know. That I don't may think have been so. okay. That that's, that's a wife's that tale. Mom, sound... mom told me that if if you on, if you mess up on a line, you, you will be docked pay interesting I, think I, I think don't
0: think that's accurate maybe okay. it may maybe be it is in, in maybe negative in some medium maybe it in some medium that I have not worked in I don't know what it's like when you know I, I'm not sure but most of the time you just get notes of like hey don't mess up that line or if you are someone who consistently messes up lines then there's just like a running joke about it with everybody else which is never in like a negative connotation but still you know
1: yeah. um, so you can
0: get a bad reputation for it for sure.
1: Gotcha. So jumping back to yeah. stage fright, it can manifest itself in a number of different ways. But I feel like the self preservation is kind of like a an integral like starting point uh, totally. for stage yeah. fright. Um, so we're we're not going to share every single manifestation of it but
0: right it there might are be, so, so many <laughs> yeah it might be
1: helpful for us to kind of share some examples because i've got i've got some good examples yeah for me. go
0: your turn you okay. tell me about some stage fright moments for yourself so
1: stage fright much like melody i never really had it when i was younger in in musical theater doing live performances professionally because i didn't know better um and, and <laughs> no, i was that's innocent a big so yeah. that that's a big thing but as i grew up stage fright came up for me in the way of my heart racing when i felt unprepared so Mm -hmm. that was taken advantage of heavily by a number of people and things so it it made it very difficult for me to to focus so one thing a choir director (laughs) who shall not be named in, in high school that ran a program and we, we had our, our tussles and fights, which maybe it'll come back in another episode about taking advantage of of schools and mom can jump back in there. And, yes. And the hopes and dreams oh my God, of, yes. Of, of yeah Art high schoolers being used for yeah. uh, reality TV shows, mm-hmm. hint, hint, nudge, nudge. But anyways, the choir director, one example of, of this being taken advantage of is, I didn't know it at the time, but he would call on me randomly. I was not the one being in trouble, but he would just yell, Mitch. And be like, what, what, what's going on? And then mm-hmm. everyone would laugh. And I'm just like, what, what's so funny about that? He just called my name. Like, what's mm-hmm. up with that? And then one day, somebody revealed to me that every time that I was called on, that I wasn't prepared for. Like, it was just like getting called out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. My face would turn bright red. Mm. And I was yeah. well liked enough by everybody. And I guess in some eyes, I was like not unpopular. I, I was an easy to like person, and I was not aggressive to anybody. So they thought it was funny and okay to laugh at but I had no idea that my face would turn red and he would take advantage of that and get everyone on on the same page and laughing at Mitch and then moving on in class. I just wanted I to share that story.
0: I didn't know that. I
1: Yeah, I didn't know that until after somebody told me why that happened. Are we going to make this
0: an explicit video or or an explicit one or not? It's so effed up. (laughs) Yeah, it's fucked up. That way we don't know. Yeah, it's totally fucked up. Yeah, no, Um, I'm just... That's... uh, Wow. On that side note, we're just going to be explicit
1: on all of our episodes. That's true. Just makes it easier for Um, me.
0: It does. Yeah, that's really fucked up because I I feel like I've known this and maybe you haven't because of this situation or you didn't realize that this was a moment Mm -hmm. where that happened. I... My... I think f- for some reason, both of us, my face flushes all the time for no apparent reason. Yeah, and, it's and it's really not frustrating you're nervous, to me.
1: But people assume no, that like, it
0: is. It'll, it'll happen. I think it's just being caught off guard. Maybe. I don't know. Because mm-hmm. if like, I will literally be, you know, at the cash register at a store, not currently, obviously, but like in the past when mm-hmm. you could go outside and they would just like ask me a question or I would be paying or something. And my face, I could, I can feel my face getting hot and I don't understand or if I was like in a classroom situation and I would raise my, like I would raise my hand to speak and as I'm speaking, I can feel my chest like, and everything just, it's so interesting and so weird.
1: Yeah, so I think that that's a good point to to show that if you have those kind of moments, that could be seen as stage fright because you have some kind of initial reaction like a heart racing or or feeling yeah. of uncomfortability like in front of large rush. groups, but that doesn't, uh, I want to make the point that like because you have those experiences, like both Melody and I have had them and yet we still perform and, and do those kinds of things and we love doing it. I think it, this may be a controversial statement, definitely is in the eyes of our mother but like if you have <laughs> stage fright it's still okay to to be a performer and you can still be one it just may affect you in different ways and lead to different opportunities for you but mm-hmm. you can still like i i'm i think you can count some celebrities that have had stage fright and talked about it but they're still yeah. I
0: think, I think the clarification is probably the wrong word to use, but I think there is like a, you have to figure it out for yourself. You know, obviously if you have really bad stage fright, maybe don't, you know, make your goal Broadway. I I don't want to like just not include anyone, but like there, if you know that that is something that is really, really upsetting to you or something that you maybe don't have control over figure out ways that you can deal with it, or maybe don't make such lofty goals, or you can start small. I think a lot of people, especially when it comes to performing, have really big lofty goals from the beginning, which go off. Like, yes, lofty goals are great, but I think in this situation, starting smaller is better because then you can at least build up at least maybe coping mechanisms or something. Uh, Again, like Mitch said, It happens to both of us still all the time. Like it's not, you know, there's nothing that you can really do to stop your face from flushing. That's just kind of your body's reaction to some rush of emotions coming from your brain and your body but yeah. there are definitely ways to deal with it for sure
1: yeah and i think just recognizing it in a general sense and understanding like yeah i have stage fright and deciding for yourself whether that's okay for you to continue going like it's mm-hmm. if that's debilitating in a way maybe that isn't the right path for you but if it's yeah. still a passion and you're driven to do it being aware of it and make, it. Yeah. Uh, make ways for you to build it out so like there's this video another one that i'll i'll link that's a ted talk by uh, this guy joe uh cohen and mm-hmm. and basically he talks about how he has stage fright and i think he's a, a comedian but he he wrote a song that basically talks about his his anxiety and it's it's funny and that's his way of performing and it's it's recognizing that he's got stage fright but he's working past it so yeah. there are definite ways that you can you can go oh, about yeah that.
0: and also like mitch said um I've had, I, I think if I've ever had stage, mo- a st- stage moment, <laughs> if I've ever had stage fright in a moment where it's a performance, it, for me, And for Mitch, because he said it before, it's nine times out of 10 because I'm not prepared Mm -hmm. or because there is something that I didn't do to prepare myself for that moment. And I think especially, you know, theater aside, if you're doing a presentation in class or if you're doing a presentation at work or if you just have to speak in front of a large group of people, whether you know them or not, preparation is going to be your best friend because the more you are secure in what you're going to say – the easier it'll be for you. And also like practice. Like practice, have friends sit in so that you have an audience of people that are safe that, you know, I'm helping some friends tomorrow because they have a class that they're going to start on Saturday. And they're like, I, we just want to do a dry run with people that we know so that we have, so that the first time isn't in front of, isn't the high risk one. Yeah, um, it's
1: super great for building confidence, especially if yeah. confidence is a, a trigger for your stage fright. If it's just the totally. fact of doing something, some people also have some rituals. Like I know that for me, yeah. taking a deep breath and just Going someplace else, like finding like mm-hmm. that quiet place and be like, Okay, yeah. things are gonna be okay. If I if I fuck this yeah. up, you know, like life goes on. Yeah, um, finding that a helps song me. to
0: listen to that yeah. calms you down or just, you know, like meditation works for some people. There's I mean, there are so many coping mechanisms that can be used for anxiety as well. But yeah, and also I think stage fright can come in the sense of excitement as well, and that kind of like nervous excitement where stage fright gives like a negative connotation to it, but it is that kind of, you know, heart racing, exciting butterflies in your stomach kind of moment where you're like, "Oh, fuck, here we go."
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so. I'd I'd also like to add to like just cuz I feel like this is generally common no- knowledge, but there is a great percentage of people that would like they have their biggest fear is public speaking Mm -hmm. and that is higher than like fear of death in some cases so like fear of heights and stuff so it's like you're you're in good company and there are a lot of different ways that that people handle it and there are a lot of great resources out there um to add like i don't i don't know if you've got more to add melody but there's there's one other interesting topic that i came across when when doing some research on on this topic
0: Yeah, go for it.
1: So there's this uh, another TED Talk. I actually went on a TED Talk binge uh, on this topic. (laughs) Uh, There's this woman uh, named Megan Washington, and uh, she's a performer. She's a singer, and she actually has a a stutter. And that is uh, a huge challenge for her in public speaking, and she's like, terribly afraid of it. But with her, like a couple others that, that you may see online, when they start singing, there is no stutter, which I find very interesting. So I'm wondering if there's something to, hey, if you have fear of public speaking or, or some kind of uh, stage fright in one format, maybe there is something like singing or dancing where you don't get yeah. that. And maybe that's the thing that you should yourself. really focus and, and express yourself that way.
0: Yeah, I think that's extremely valid. I think there, are, you know, there are so many ways that you can express yourself artistically, and if one way scares the shit out of you, <laughs> I here's I, I'm gonna add this too. I'm gonna tread lightly saying this, but if it scares the shit out of you, you should try it like once, just to just to see, because you never know what could happen. Like you know, again, there could be a positive or a very negative effect. But and getting this into our little our little ape brains, the worst thing like there's.
1: If you want hard crowd to say surf, because <laughs> jump out there. If you, if you plant, <laughs> no, but get you know what it. I mean.
0: We're like it's not it's not as detrimental as I think we make it seem to ourselves. That being said, there are some situations where I wouldn't say fuck it and go off. But you know, obviously, use your own discretion of. Figuring out what situations you can kind of take more of a risk than not. Like, I wouldn't say, you know, take a big risk when you're going in to present a very important thing for work, but there are moments where you can push yourself a little bit and see what happens, but also know that if you're not comfortable with that, that's okay. Yeah. And that doesn't make you any less of anything. Right. Um, Just be, but be sure would to stay safe. Try.
1: Yeah. Yes. Try, yes. but within safety uh, precautions. Like, yes, don't definitely. don't go forging like, knives margins. if you, if you have no idea what what you're doing there. If you don't <laughs> yeah, know what don't, Damascus don't is, don't apply, don't apply. to
0: forged in fire. If you don't know what Damascus is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Melody, and I know we're we're going. Yes, we do. We're doing it. Yes, we
0: do. <laughs> I just want to
1: go meet Doug Marquita.
0: I oh my god, we Doug are the Marcaida. biggest
1: Doug Marquita fans. Um, mm-hmm. we actually had a, a whole podcast idea that. Eventually just led to, to get Doug leading him onto the show. <laughs> He's um, he a performer, so maybe he will be on Artistic Beginnings hashtag you know, Doug Marquita. So everybody that listens, Mom, um, <laughs>
0: Tessa, Tessa, Richard?
1: Brian, Richard, the only people that we we hear. Uh, there there are others, and and we appreciate listeners. But, yes, yes, uh yeah. Sam just spam, and Pamela too. Uh, yeah, uh, spam. Uh, Doug Marquita and his siblings. We had we had an and idea his, for a oh, sibling podcast.
0: Shh. We still are gonna do it, Mitchell. We just mentally weren't in the correct mind space to start another podcast. We're in a pandemic, okay?
1: We are. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> Once outside, uh, we're gonna meet Doug Marquita.
0: Yes. Oh my god, I can't wait.
1: Pe- people have those spammy things where they they want to meet their their famous their famous people, like The mm-hmm. Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and all those yeah, other no, people. Yeah, no, I want to meet Doug Doug Marquita. Is ours? That's um, that's ours. Yeah. You know, I, I feel fuck like fuck Harry
0: Styles. I want Doug <laughs> no,
1: We we should true. do uh, um <laughs> what is it? Mary, love, fuck.
0: Nope. It's uh Mary fuck kill.
1: Oh okay.
0: Yeah. What what was, to, was the you other get to one? To marry I did? someone. Oh
1: yeah. I yep. think
0: there's a children's version where it's like you you, you get love. to you love like you you date or you kiss. Maybe it's like kiss Mary kill.
1: Okay, let's do that one. Kiss Mary Kill. Doug Markeda. Doug the ro- Doug the Wrong Johnson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Doug the wrong Johnson. Doug Styles. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, I think that I'd I'd kill Harry Styles. Really? Yeah, I'd I'd kiss The Rock and I'd I'd marry Doug.
0: You'd marry Doug. Uh I would kill The Rock. <laughs> um
1: How would you guarantee that though? Like he's the... <laughs> Like I'm thinking that's
0: your problem. Harry, Harry that's is, your problem
1: Harry with is the only one that I feel like I could legitimately kill. <laughs> <laughs> it's kill what? or be killed. And I don't I don't like my chance of, like Doug definitely, definitely would kill that me. Brings, and that then Rock.
0: A whole new- game where it's not that they just die you have have to to physically fight them them. (laughs) oh Oh my god so
1: um i feel like i could take
0: Dwayne the rock johnson i have so much i do mitchell right now i do not see i was carrying two pumpkins yesterday um (laughs) No, I don't think it's the muscles that I have. It's the stamina and the pure rage burning within me that's been building for the past eight months. I feel like i could i I genuinely feel it? like i yeah and if I grow my nails out again, oh he's done
1: It's happening tomorrow like what what are your <laughs> options? <laughs> two pumpkins I'm not sure that'll take down dwayne two,
0: two pumpkins <laughs> no, I think i would I would do the smart thing. And poison use him. <laughs> Yeah. Use no, my intelligence. I would use my womenness. No, I would <laughs> like I my womenly boobs. My wi- my <laughs> womenly moves. Um no, I genuinely think I don't think you realize how much anger and rage I have pent up inside of me <laughs> okay. I could run a marathon that's a lie no but I could kill Dwayne the Rock Johnson so Dwayne
1: <laughs> look out
0: <laughs> Threat- Am I threatening Dwayne the Rock Johnson right now oh let's my just God. remember
1: that Harry um, Styles is an easy kill um I don't know, yeah, that may but be deceiving. I love
0: him. I love Harry Styles. I don't want to kill him. I just I want to put him in my pocket and bring him with me everywhere. Like genuinely. Take his death I and think...
1: just keep him around in the basement. Best friend Harry Styles in the basement. Best
0: friend to Harry Styles in the basement. <laughs> in the basement. Um, I was walking in the woods. Late one night.
1: <laughs> Spooky. Uh, Great. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Cool. You- Only Doug hears this and he's flattered and the other two don't take us up on either of these offers. Um,
0: I don't know. I want Harry Styles to be my best friend. Okay. I feel like we would be really good friends, honestly and truly. What would you talk about? Music, just life. He just seems like such. Here's my thing with Harry Styles. Yes, he's very attractive, but also he just seems like such a genuine person to me. Like, he's so, mm. he's just so cool. Like, again, it's hard. I feel like it's hard to tell in any situation with people who are in high moments of fame because I don't think you get to see their true person. You get to see parts of them, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't get to see the bad parts or whatever, but there's a very specific persona of him. But I feel like that's. I could be completely wrong, but I feel like in most of the encounters that people have had with him, they've said that he's a very genuine, kind human being.
1: So um, so I have two things with him. And if I, he's
0: not, I would kill him. I,
1: I do like I do like his music. I really <laughs> do. I think the main thing, that, the question I have for him is, um, does he write his own songs?
0: Let's look it up. I think he does. Okay. If he does, I think he what, does. what's his
1: things with strawberries? They're in like every song.
0: He likes strawberries. Does Harry Styles have a strawberry? Fish? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, these! Que- I love the the predictive text on yeah, Google. What, what is it does the top three are: Does Harry Styles have asthma? Does Harry Styles have a child? And does Harry Styles have a daughter?
1: <laughs> is he married?
0: Write his own music. I don't think he is. I think he may have. A does Harry Styles write his own songs? Harry Styles child? has written all of his own songs since becoming a solo artist in so 2016. Yes,
1: does have a strawberry yes. fetish?
0: Why does he, Harry Styles love strawberries so much? Is it seriously in all of his? Not in all of his songs. No, just the,
1: the two of the songs I listen to of his. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is a gross overgeneralization, Mitchell. I know. Love I know. I wonder. Okay, bringing
1: you back to our topic. Do you think he has stage fright?
0: What's with all the fruit references in Harry Styles' music? Um <laughs> Honestly, how do do watermelon you really not do you, re- do you really not understand it, Mitchell? Do you really not understand watermelon sugar high? Do you not get it?
1: There's a hidden meaning?
0: You don't.
1: I don't.
0: I don't know if I want is to be watermelon the one to explain sugar this. A drug. Oh. No. No, nope, we're not talking about that. <laughs> <on> that. <laughs> yeah. Did you not did that not make sense to you?
1: I'm an I mean, innocent baby. your this belly.
0: Is, <laughs> it's a lyric, Mitchell. All right. Have you not watched the music video beginnings for it? <laughs> And I've got to go
1: and everything.
0: <laughs> to answer your question, I, I do think so, because I was actually, speaking of Harry Styles, because now this has become my Harry Styles podcast, I was watching a video on TikTok today showing one of, like, when he was on tour, the difference between the time, the very first time that he sang a song on stage and the very last time of the tour, and it is a stark difference. And you can see kind of, like, the nervousness of him, you know, per- live, like, having a the first live performance of a song has got to be nerve racking of mm-hmm. a song that maybe people have not heard before but it's very interesting watching his body language and the difference in how comfortable he is in the first time that he's doing it versus you know the hundredth time that he's done it it's very i'll find it and send it to you it's really interesting yeah so i think i think i i mean could you imagine for a second being harry styles and walking out or beyonce or anyone who does Tours walking out into a stadium full of people who know all of the lyrics to your songs, who know like a lot of things about you, and are expecting like a spectacle. Like, that's gotta be so
1: an immense amount of pressure.
0: Yeah. Like, so it makes me think about when I went to see the Katy Perry documentary, how there was the moment, like when she, when she went on stage after hearing that Russell brand, like the strength, the power to do that because they know, they understand. And she's not the only one. There are so many, every artist has had to do it obviously because life isn't all roses and
1: watermelon sugar and
0: butterflies <laughs> and watermelon sugar but like having to put on that show because you know and it happens in theater too you may be having a bad day but those people have never seen the show before they came to see you have to get you know it's it's a product that you're selling you know you have to give them that experience no matter what you're feeling we should do an episode on that actually that would be really interesting talking about like how do you as an artist when you are going through those days how do you figure out you know yep that thing i've had to do it it sucks but like mm-hmm. it's your job you know
1: yeah it, it is interesting yeah. where it, it brings into account like uh personal matters there yeah
0: yeah it's um, that personal work-life balance which for artists is very difficult because you 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 are you know your product
1: yeah you're revealing yourself. Whether
0: Whether it's, you know, the perfect version that you've, that's been created for you or, you know, your personal self. It's, yeah, it's got to be, got to be rough. Um, Cool.
1: Crazy. Well, thanks for sticking with us and experiencing these wonderful (laughs) revelations. Yeah, going through our our podcast
0: that have a topic and then we just ignore it for the first half of the last half of the episode. (laughs) Yeah, I think we, we, yeah. (laughs) No, I, here's the thing it's this is this is how conversations go this, though this is like life, it's people this is yeah let There's you're not gonna just talk about one thing and not have any other ideas yeah and talk no about, totally you know, go off topic
1: um, but yeah no um, that that was our that was our talk on on stage fright and other yeah. things etc yeah. so uh yeah reach out let us know your your stage fright stories how do you deal with mm-hmm. it we want to yeah. share we want to give people and, the tools to empower themselves
0: yes and would you fuck marry or kill uh doug markita? Do Dwayne the Rock Johnson or Harris Styles. I feel like I know the answer, but all that I'm saying is you are going to really love Doug Markaida and I feel like you're going to make a bad decision.
1: <laughs> One way or the other. And if you choose to kill Dwayne the Rock Johnson, it better be by poison. Otherwise, you're going to die and you'll lose the entire game.
0: I still think I could do it. Hey, thanks for listening.
1: For more information about the podcast, visit our website, www.artisticpodcast.com.
0: If you liked the episode, do us a favor and share it with a friend. It's the best way to help people find our podcast and will help support the show.
1: For updates on new episodes and content, you can follow us at The Artistic Pod on Instagram and Facebook.
0: Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next week.
1: See ya.